Welcome. 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 You're listening to Built by Us. Built by Us. Built by Us. Built by Us. The Bricks. Hey everyone, welcome back to another Brick. If this is your first Brick, go ahead and check out Brick Zero to learn a little bit more about what this series is. Today we've got all of your hosts. So, hey, it's Lumi here. And Taylor. It's Alyssa. And Eva. Welcome everyone to Brick 2. And today we're doing a quarantine mental health check-in that we are, I'm sure, are all desperately needing. I know I am. So, and I'm super excited about this episode because I just, I personally haven't been able to share these thoughts with people outside of my parents for a long time. And this would just be a great, you know, podcast therapy session for y'all. We all need it. We all need it. Right? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Cool. So we'll just preface everything by the simple and perpetual universal question of how is everyone doing? Well, I'm here. So there's that. (laughs) I'm all right. The kids are all right. I will I will see Lumi's all right and I'll say I'm okay. I feel like I'm okay. I will be more specific and share that I am caffeinated, uh, which helps feeling more than okay. <laughs> I would just say that I'm fine. Like I had my coffee, I had a chocolate cake this morning. I can't complain. Although the weather is kind of gloomy today in Toronto, but I'm fine. I'm fine. Cool. So everyone has an initial checked in. And just so you know that we're doing this mental health check-in today because we recognize and understand that there's a lot going on in the world right now. Just all types of things, issues, crisis, changes all happening. And it, although we're mostly all locked up in our house, still feels like there's a lot to process and So we do hope that this can provide you with just some platforms to kind of recognize that there is a need to, you know, connect with yourself, checking with ourselves and each other. I'm going to introduce to y'all this game that me and my friends, actually not me, but this great person at the Chronicle reset section of the Duke Chronicle, Uh, shout out to my ex-editor, Uh, Nina Wilder, who created this game and has been a tradition within our recess section to this day. And I really enjoyed this game and it's always trying to introduce it to more people. And the game is called MERP, M-E-R-P, and it stands for Mentally, Emotionally, Relationally, and Physically. So basically the MERP game is just everyone taking turns talking about how he or she is doing based on those four categories. And the answers can be long or short. It can be like one word, good, fine. That's totally fine to do that. And it can be a whole spiel of just how you feel recently. And you can, you know, talk for an hour. We welcome that. So yeah, let's let's kick it off. So mentally, I think I'm fine. I think at the beginning of the quarantine, I was getting just really mentally stressed out and just, you know, the feeling of like getting all these like apocalyptic feelings about the world. And I was really anxious and stressed out. But 
I think at this point, like during the fourth month, I believe, I mean, I think my mental state is getting more stable. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, because I am getting used to the situation. But I also don't know if I should be getting used to the situation, because it is definitely not normal. But it is becoming our new normal. So I think I'm just maybe still confused in terms of how I should be reacting. But that's just how I am mentally. And emotionally, I am also fine. I think like my emotions go up and down because the situation with like school reopening and I'm debating if I should go back or not. And I've been just having the conversation with my parents and my friends. But things are just like really up in the air right now and I don't know what to do. And school is about to start less than a month away. And my school still hasn't put out clear instructions in terms of how things will be. And it's also a great, you know, health risk to go back. And like my family is like super worried. So I think I'm just emotionally really tired for that. Like for schools, not knowing how to reopen, but still wanting to reopen for the money. And I'm just like, do you care about my life? So I think I'm just like really emotionally tired because of that. It's just like everything's just so up in the air and it's just emotionally draining to think about that. So yeah, that's how I am mentally and emotionally. And relationally, I mean, I've just been trying to do my best given Zoom and various other telecommunications technology that's been emerging and making tons of money right now. So like I said, I've only been physically talking to my parents and my extended family and just like, I guess, like neighbors that I occasionally meet when I take a walk, but we will like be standing on like two different sides of like the road and just like shouting at each other. Because I hear in Canada, we're still taking a lot of precautions and the government is like proceeding very slowly, which I definitely appreciate. But I just like haven't seen my friends physically, even like my friends here in Canada. And I doubt that, like, I feel like some people might kind of be scared to see me because I came back, I came back home from the States, which I don't blame them, but it does get a little lonely. And I think all of my friends, like, in the States are just dealing with, like, either they have a job or, like, research or trying to figure out what to do for next semester. So I haven't connected with them through like video chatting for a long time although we like occasionally text each other but that's how I am relationally and I can't complain because I understand everyone's situation might be different and lastly physically I am also trying to work out because I realized I stepped on the waiting scale like last week for the first time for a long time and then I knew I was like gaining weight because my mom's cooking it just fabulous and I just can't resist but yeah I am like kind of getting out of shape because I also like because the job is remote so I do sit at my desk every day and then I'm like sitting all day and my legs do hurt at the end of the day and I do you know one more physical exercise so I, I do try to work out every day But I think just given the situation, we should all be more forgiving to ourselves. So that's the Merp game. Just jump in whenever you're ready. Okay, cool. Um, Let's start with mentally, because that's how you spell Merp with an M. Mentally, 
I, interestingly enough, I don't think I check in mentally as much as I should because I kind of tie mental and emotional together all at the same time. But I think mentally is like a little bit different. Um, And so if I really sit and think about it mentally, I am disconnected. I compartmentalize every aspect of my life a lot. And I definitely use humor as a coping mechanism. And so like everything that's happening, I just, not ignore it, but I'm like, mentally, I can't deal with this right now. So I think I'm genuinely very mentally disconnected. And I think at some point it's going to catch up to me and I'm going to be like crying in a corner for hours. And that's cool. Sometimes you need that to happen. But as of, as of this moment, as of right now, I'm definitely just like mentally disconnected. And emotionally, I would say that I'm both stressed and excited. Um, stressed just because kind of like Eva was saying, like everything is up in the air. Like there's no, it feels like there's no place to land. There's nothing to hold on to. It's just everything is, is here <laughs> and it's, it's stressful but it's also for me like a lot of the things that are just kind of floating are good things and like if they do land it'll be really really good um but i don't know right now so it's just i'm in this limbo state and i'm i'm just floating and i don't like it cuz i it's hard to to ground myself in anything so i just work all the time <laughs> which is fine i don't mind working i enjoy it i i work with Demency. I've been doing work on the house. I've been doing work on myself, but I'll get to that later because that's a whole nother tab. But I just like, and work, 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 working so that I don't have to reconnect mentally, I guess. So that's those two. Relationally, I think I'm doing really well. Yes, everything is virtual and everything is just text or FaceTime or Zoom or whatever. But whenever I'm home anyway I don't really have anyone that I talk to because I don't have friends in Tampa so it feels like any other summer I have an internship I'm talking to my friends over FaceTime I'm hanging out with my parents like whatever come August I don't know what's gonna happen because I would be thinking I'm like okay going back to school (laughs) not this time so it's just like everything has been normal to an extent in terms of like the routines of and, and ebbs and flows of my life up until this point. So relationally, I think I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, my friends are good. We watch movies on FaceTime. I've been getting really close with my parents, though, which is like weird, specifically my mom. Not weird. It's, um, it's interesting and it's cool. And my parents would never say that. Like, you know, how sometimes it's like when you grow up, your parents become your friends. My parents were always those people that were like, we're never going to be your friends. We are always your parents. So like your white friends are being weird. Like that's not going to happen. And so <laughs> I do think there is a more friendship aspect of our relationship. There's, there's a level of respect that is never going to go away. And not that that goes away when you ha- your parents are your friends, but like an, a hierarchy understanding basically but that gap is closing a little bit. And so like, she's still above me because she's my mom, but I feel like we are more friendly. My dad's cool too. He's just kind of there. You know how every parent has their kid? Like I'm my mom's kid, my sister's my dad's kid and that's okay. But yeah, relationally, I'm doing pretty well, I would say. And physically, I'm off the charts, man. (laughs) I, when I was in Georgia with my grandparents, my cousin, one day was like, okay, we're going to do abs. And I said, okay. She's like, we're going to do 500 abs. And I said, no, we're not. 
<laughs> I said no. So we did 300 and then I hated everything. And so we just like did 300 abs and just different 25 sets of like different types of workouts. And so we did that for a couple of days, fell off the wagon, did it for a couple of days. And then like when I got home, I was like, I kind of want to do this. So for about a little over a week, I've been doing about 200 ab workouts every night. And then a couple of days ago, I started incorporating like actual full body workouts. So like half an hour every morning, A, to get me out of bed, because otherwise I will sleep until my first meeting, maybe at one. <laughs> or, you know, just like getting out and doing stuff. And I also have been going on walks with my mom. So like, I've been really trying to do the thing that I've said that I've always wanted to do for my whole life. I've never been in shape. I've never been like a circle, but I've never been in shape. I'm working to be in shape, but it's hard, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. I I'm, I'm out here. My whole body hurts, but like, it's a good kind of hurt, I guess. So yeah, that's my merp. I did How it. How do you feel? Good. Yeah. It's like the kind of stuff that you sometimes think about, but never actually verbalize. Because yeah. it's like, why do I need to do that when I can talk to my friends about dumb things I see on the internet? But this is good. So thank you for, for introducing us to this. And the world to Merp. Yeah, that's the whole point of this game. Like, I mean, like, for me, like, I'm always, like, a verbalizer when it comes to my problems. Like, if I have a problem, I have to, like, instantly grab a friend and rant to that person on the spot. Otherwise, I like, cannot live my, in my head for that long. So this game has always just been helping me, you know, rant to people about my problems. So, yeah, thank you for all listening to my problems. Anytime. Feel free to, like, jump in. I'm going ahead. I like what you said about it helps you get out of your own head because I do the same thing. And, you know, what is the word for it? Like perseverating, where you just end up thinking on the same thing over and over. I do that a lot. And it's just for some reason, it's like hearing it in your own voice in your head, but not being able to say it out loud means that you can't stop thinking about it. And that happens to me a lot. But I was glad that Lumi went first because it was funny because originally I was thinking mentally, I feel pretty strong for given all the situation. But then when Lumi started talking, I was like, oh, it's because I do the exact same thing. (laughs) I'm just compartmentalizing. And I've always known that about myself. I've always been able to do that because I am a highly emotional person, but I also at the same time am like a doer, right? So it's like you just put it somewhere else so that you can do everything else that you need to do. So I think mentally kind of the same spot where I think that I'm doing great, but it's just because I'm not paying attention to stuff because it's easier to not. And, you know, it's when the world is a dumpster fire, how do you not do that? (laughs) So I guess that's what I'm thinking mentally. Emotionally, I've been, I think I've been a little bit all over the place. Like I have insomnia, so that like comes and goes. And I think it also affects my emotional state, which makes sense, you know, for most people when they don't sleep, you're a little bit more on edge. And, you know, I couldn't sleep the other day. So I was awake for Like I was in bed just awake for a long time. And then I just like randomly for no reason just started thinking about my grandmother who passed this year and just started crying. And it's just like, it came from nowhere, but emotions just happen that way. So like up and down because of that. But then 
also really exciting things are happening. Like my sister is pregnant, so she's going to have a baby this year. And so it's exciting things to think about. But yeah, I guess it's another dominant emotion is just generally anger when you think about the state of the world, right? So when you're constantly mad underneath every other emotion because of what's happening in mostly our country, but then, you know, other parts of the world where you look at every single system and nothing is going the way it should be going. And people are hurting, people are dying for absolutely no reasons. And so how else can you be besides angry? And, you know, I work very hard. So sometimes I'm emotionally tired after working too much or whatever, but if I'm working on the things that I work on and I donate to the places that I donate monthly, I'm just like, I feel like I'm doing everything that I can do. And I'm also still angry at the same time, you know? So that's where I am in that way. Relationally, I feel pretty good given the circumstances, I think, which is what basically what everyone was saying. I'm really happy with how I have spent a lot of time on FaceTime, like way more than normal being that like, for example, one of my college roommates and best friends lives in New York and, you know, we would talk and we would like text and group chat, you know, normally, but since the pandemic and she can't do anything like for a long time, she was legitimately just like locked in her apartment, like did grocery delivery and stuff because New York was a little bit more scary for a while. So we FaceTimed a lot and she's always been a very close friend, but this has helped us get closer now and spend more time together, her being a bunch of miles away. And so the same thing for my sister who lives in a different state, my grandma who lives in a different state. So it's like being physically distanced from people that you should be close with, but in a normal time when you spend your time with people that you can actually be with means that I'm able to nurture those relationships that I you kind of like ignored before when you had time to see people in real life. So I'm happy about that. But the one relationship that has suffered has been the relationship with my mom because she's been in another state. She went to go see my sister in Tucson. So she'd been gone for two and a half months. She just came back and she keeps wanting me to go see her, but I can't because she's just on a plane. So I've been, I feel like I've been in much less contact with her because she lives in the same city as me normally, but left basically for the, for the bulk of quarantine. So there's that. Um, and then I'll end on physically in normal life. I go to the gym. And so it's sad to be without that, but I went ahead and started running because there would be no other time for me to try that. My partner's a runner. He does marathons and ultra marathons and he's always wanted me to run. Yeah, it's gross. Lumi's making a face. It's, it's ridiculous. He's run a 50 mile race multiple times. He won one. I don't know how one does such a thing. It's upsetting which is why he can eat anything he wants and I can't. (laughs) But so I started running, jogging, you know, it's not real running when you're not that type of person, right? It's kind of slow, but it's nice because um, it's something that I would have never done if I had, you know, been able to keep going to the gym. And I feel like proud of my progress because I've been doing it for a while now. And so I don't think that I will be a runner. Like I have a friend who's like, oh, let's train for a half together. And I'm like, well, everyone hold your horses. It's not like that. <laughs> I can run 3.3 miles without stopping and that's it. But still happy with it and hope that if life becomes normal again, that I don't 
drop it just because I can't go back to the gym. So we'll have to see what that happens, but that'll be in forever. There's <laughs> plenty of time to figure that out. So that is me. Yay, Mer. Yay. Love it. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, thank you. I like that. Okay, my turn to Merp. So starting with mentally, I feel like mentally, to illustrate it, <laughs> I'm like a little rain cloud with a question mark in it. It's how like mentally I am. I guess that could translate to like I'm anxious most of the time. Like mentally, that's where I'm at. I'm like unknown, but like I'm not happy about things being unknown. So I feel like mentally, that's like a way to illustrate where I'm at. Emotionally, I feel distant, I guess I could say. Emotionally, I feel distant. Um, I feel like it's like a lot of the things that make me happier are like things that can't happen right now, <laughs> which is like for most people, you know, but like just learning how to find new ways to make me happy so that like, I don't know, I feel better emotionally. So that's how I feel there. Relationally, I would say I feel kind of disconnected because I feel like I can tend to be an out of sight, out of mind person. And since we're like in quarantine and we're not seeing people a lot and I actually just moved to my own apartment, so I'm not with my family anymore right now. So it's like relationally, it's hard to connect as much because I'm just not seeing people as much. But then it also is harder because at the beginning of quarantine, I like told myself I wanted to be more intentional with my relationships because I feel like I can be really like I often can just like forget or not checking in with my friends or the people I care about as often as I should so like I was like I want to be more intentional about that and then like I haven't been and it's just been difficult but I'm trying I'm trying and then physically I would say I feel I'm like I'm doing yoga now I'm trying to do yoga now, so physically I feel good about that. It makes me feel a lot better than I think it would. I feel like I used to, like, laugh off yoga a lot before. Like, I was like, yoga. <laughs> People do that. That's funny. But <laughs> but now I have a yoga mat, and it's kind of fun. <laughs> so that's cool. I'm also – I've been shopping a lot, so I'm redoing my wardrobe, basically. Working on that physically, too. So that's my merp. <laughs> Yay! That's our merps. Good, good job, everybody. Yay getting in touch with our feelings haha <laughs> just like any thoughts like general thoughts or like suggestions for this game maybe like how we can improve but just like how do you feel about this game I enjoyed it and I think specifically I like that all those things that you want to separate them out because and I think we probably all were thinking this if we didn't say it out loud that it would be easy to like mush them all together and just be like, well, this is how I am. And then just only identify one thing where splitting them all out helps you understand that, you know, feelings and thoughts are different and they come from different places. And so, yeah, I think it's like a really good way to do like a deep check-in and, you know, go over the the superficial thing where a lot of times people would just be like, oh, I'm fine or I'm, I'm okay. And whether that's true or not, like whether it's just the thing that you say or you are just fine, but it helps you think about and figure out what it is that makes you only fine and like what are the good things and what are the not so good things. I think mm -hmm. Shrek said it best. Like we have, we're onions, we got layers. And this really breaks it down into like all of the layers of what it means to answer the question, how are you? Because mm -hmm. each one of these things is like, like exactly what you were saying, a component of that 
final answer. I'm fine. Okay, but like, why? Like, let's let's get into it. And I think a note for anyone who like wants to try this is it's very easy to like brush off the question, how are you? I'm fine, or I'm doing okay, or even I'm great and not actually get into anything. But I think in order to do this game, like, and make it work for you, as well as to maybe get closer with the people that you're doing this with is to be as transparent as you can in the moment and know that going in like, okay, we're going to do this. And I want to be honest about what I'm feeling because if I'm not doing okay and I say that I'm doing fine, then no one will be able to help me even if I want it. And I think just, I'm someone who like, Where's my heart on my sleeve? I, if you ask me if I'm doing okay and I'm not, I will tell you all the reasons why. But I know a lot of people aren't like that. And it takes a second to, to remind yourself to say, okay, I need, I need to be vulnerable here. And vulnerability is never, is never an easy thing to do. But I believe that it's always good to, to kind of put yourself in that place because it allows other people in. And it, life is just a lot better when you don't have to do it alone. Yeah. And just remembering that if you become comfortable enough to open up, someone else is likely to feel the same way. And I'm glad that this is a narrative that is more common now, but just knowing that you're not going to be the only one in a group of people who's feeling a certain type of way. Just knowing that someone else is in the same spot can help you feel a little better. And remember, this is for the boys too. (laughs) I just feel like I need to keep saying this. Boys, feel your feelings. It's real. Feel with the homies. That's all I gotta say. It's very important. Yeah, so to those who are listening, feel free to try this activity out with your family and friends too. It could be a great bonding experience with your friends and family and just an opportunity for you to check in with yourselves. Thank you, Eva, so, so much for introducing this Merp game to us uh, and to our listeners. So we hope you guys try it out with your friends and family and really get connected with your emotions, get in touch with those feelings and, you know, just really kind of check in and see how, see how you're doing. If you have any ideas for future episodes, you can DM us at democracync or you can email us at communications at democracync.org to let us know what you want to hear on these next episodes of The Bricks. So this is Lumi. This is Alyssa. And Taylor. And Eva. Signing off. Bye. Bye. Bye.